Welcome to this special edition of What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, recorded at the Cornet Global Podcast Parlor in Madrid, Spain, Pontus Chilman discusses how digital transformation will change where and how we work. All right, it's time for Cornet Global's podcast from Madrid. And uh, as you can hear, it's live going on in Madrid uh, 2018 summit. Uh, there's a lot of debate going on behind us. Sorry about that. My name is Pontus Chilman. I come from a company called Rapal and I'm an executive consultant there. Next to me is uh, my colleague and boss, Maya Patias. Hi, everyone. And uh, we're here going to talk a little bit about uh, why we're here. Uh, we're going to be hosting a session tomorrow called The Race to Erase the Waste of Space, a roundtable competition. That's right. Um, the discussion and the presentation is going to be based on the results of our global study on workplaces, especially the utilization and how the change of work is affecting all of our ways of work and physical buildings and space usage. Yeah. Uh, maybe you already picked up on the fact that Rapal is a workplace analytics company, so we do a lot of um, research uh, and studies of workplaces and how to improve those. And so we're going to share our findings in that session. Um, one of the key, key uh, findings is, of course, um, how underutilized spaces are in, in workplaces, but also uh, in learning environments and other types of, of spaces. Absolutely. And our inspiration comes, obviously, from sharing that data around the world so that we can talk about the trends and share the insights that we get through this huge yeah. amount of benchmark data. Uh, but maybe, should we start a little bit on the background? Like, why are the results as they are? So talk about uh, the change of work. Uh, yes, I think it's, uh, it, it's uh, I think we saw a very inspirational video at the beginning of the keynote speech by Anders Inset today. And, and uh, I think it summed up very well about what's going on. I think the digi digital transformation that's going on in, uh, in has been already going on for some years can be seen in the in the results that we have found in how offices are being used. I mean, for, first of all, there's lots and lots of uh, office space that is not leased out at all. It's just empty. But uh, also what we have found um, of the office space that is being used by occupants is underutilization. Uh, desks, desk utilization is on average about 54%. Uh, even lower for shared desks and um, a little bit higher for, for assigned desks. And, and meeting spaces are, uh, we find that are also um, underutilized uh, tremendously. So uh, why is this happening? That's, that's the sort of question. I, I think that uh, if you take a broader perspective, like, like we this morning heard, uh, we got a very big picture presentation this morning about what, how globalization is, is taking, um, changing the way we work. Um, so we're moving from a slow-paced way of doing business to a very agile type of business. We're um, fasting, uh, moving to be faster, changes all, all the time ongoing, and there's more uncertainty. The, the theme of this summit is actually what's next, and, and um, it's about uh, tapping into uncertainty. 
Absolutely. And, uh, and so that's the theme. Um, so what, what, what consequences that has is, is also that um, uh, we're going from local business and, and local work and, and local workforces to be more global and global, decentralized. Um, we work in virtual business, it's internet, and um, taking over also local businesses. And so that changes also the work and workforce. Um, and that has implications, of course, on, on uh, businesses and uh, businesses that use, and organizations that use space. Absolutely, and we uh, see that, I think, already in the results that the change has happened, but the business models, for example, for yeah. leasing space, they are not keeping up to it, the speed of that change. Exactly, there's more uncertainty, so businesses are, are uh, focusing more and more on their core business, maybe outsourcing some stuff, uh, Artificial intelligence is taking over some tasks, so the size of organizations is smaller and the need for core space is more, smaller. And we're shifting from being more centralized with a head, headquarter to a network of locations and a network of places. And, and at the same time, um, with all this uncertainty for business and the, the competition that can come from anywhere around the world now, Uh, people don't want to maybe have so many fixed costs. Uh, they want to mitigate risks by sh shifting some of the real estate costs over to, to flexible lease models, short-term lease models, and have variable costs as well. And so to, to sort of um, adjust for flexibility in, in um, real estate. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at, at the same time, I mean, that's uh, one of the co-working uh, aspects, obviously, is that it's not for startups anymore. So companies are using a lot of co-working spaces. Yeah, so um, as we heard, the number has doubled and the users have tripled since like 2013. Yes, so it's, it, that's, that's one of the key messages I think uh, we can see is, is co-working is a growing trend. And, and uh, we're not bringing this as news, but we're just trying to explain why the offices are being underutilized. Right. Um, the other reason is, of course, technology is enabling the workforce to be more mobile and to, to not be tied to the desk anymore. So they're able to work in, an, in various um, work settings around the office and switch uh, according to task and uh, according to moods. So uh, the trend for activity-based working environments is taking over um, And so people are not tied to that same, same place. And that's why the utilization of those desks are, are dropping. Absolutely. Um, how, how about when you think about the cohesion of the people and the collaboration, when people are spreading out, leaving the headquarters, as we see that they're really mobile. I think according to our research, the number was that 30, over 30% of people yeah. were externally mobile. That's right. And yeah. over 30% were also internally mobile. So we're yeah. spreading out in the office. And yeah, spreading I think out it's important to, to realize that, yes, as I said, people are internally mobile within the office, but they are also exceedingly externally mobile, uh, using various locations, like their home, but also third places, uh, working at the customer's, Uh, working in co-working co offices, and and um, and not only that, on an individual level, but they're working with people outside their organization in social networks, uh, with various companies and partners um, that are put together in in sort of uh, temporary organizations for different projects across time zones and uh, various 
locations all over the world. So that poses a new challenge as well. And, and this kind of way of working um, drives also the model that there is not one mother company with one big office space where everyone goes. And, and so it promotes this kind of variable cost scenario that, that people want to be able to, to have that work anywhere in any place platform available as a service, basically, um, uh, to, to just enable you to succeed in work anywhere. Right, so if we so. talk about the collaboration then, um, when people mm. are spreading out and about of the office yeah. and within the office as well, how, how can you then sort of enhance the collaboration, make sure that people still feel connected, make sure that the culture stays there even if they're spread out, yeah. out of the office, and what kind of tools could they use so that you make sure that the employee experience, which is obviously also getting a lot more that emphasis. Very, very good question. I think uh, Anders used a very good term. I wrote that down. He, he called, uh, uh, he said that the, the decentral, we are becoming decentralized by technology and, and uh, so we, we are creating this kind of connected loneliness. And that's, a, I, I think, a very um, important issue to, to address within organizations as well, To How do you maintain the culture and the cohesion and, and the sense of community and sense of belonging, a sense of purpose that is joined? And, and I think that's, I don't have a, an answer um, because it's a, it's a complex question. But first question, of course, is, is you have to bring people somehow together um, on a regular basis. If not physically, then through uh, enabled through technology. Um, and, and various um, tools like that will help um, people to connect better, to, to be able to find information and know-how from the right people when they need it so that they, you know, they get the work done and are in a state of flow. Uh, it's important to find the right people. Um, if people are in various locations, um, how do you know where anyone is? Even if you're at the same office, you might be on different floors uh, or different parts of the building. And 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 uh, how how do you help people to find each other without wasting a lot of time looking for one another when you don't have assigned seating anymore? Right. Um, you're working in an activity-based office type of environment. Um, and w w also with shared resources like desks and, and meeting rooms, um, ad hoc rooms and focus rooms, you want to be able to help people to, to find free resources smoothly. And, and this is also something you can do with technology um, through sensors and, uh, and software and, and uh, software that works on various devices. Absolutely, and then uh, to add on top of that, obviously all the collaboration tools for sharing information, uh, Skype for Business, GoToMeetings, virtual tools where you can collaborate over yeah. uh, physical locations and distances. Uh, I think it's a combination of bringing those yeah. tools together, and when you are at the office, a lot of times it is teamwork. It is about meeting and finding the people that you want to work with, um, and that requires new tools, as you, as you mentioned, yes. uh, visualizing yeah. where people are, yeah. visualizing information about the workspace. Yeah. As, well, as you know, we have a solution but for, for visualizing on floor plans where, where there are free seats or where your colleagues are and so on. But the key point is, I think, uh, to use various tools to, to um, support the employee experience 
to promote a sense of flow uh, and, and sort of succeeding in work in the work on a daily basis that that promotes well-being when you feel like you you were able to um, get your done stuff done in a day's work and and um, feel a sense of accomplishment feel a sense of community everyone even if you're not necessarily in the same location and uh, um, yeah I think I think that's that's uh, one of the big challenges to to think about, and uh, of course sensors. If you use those, um, you can measure utilization as well, and to improve the workplace, you don't want to create a desert of desks, empty desks, and and um, so if you find because um, it's nice to have a buzz around the office, you feel like something's happening. So it's also if you find that you have 50% desks. Yeah, you know, too many. It's you can just create a buzz by by ma- creating a more versatile, diverse space where co- office to work in and uh, feels a little more alive. Absolutely. So it's using the data and the digital tools that we have in yeah. order to keep up to the you know pace and and uh, enhance the collaboration and support yeah. that employee experience. Yeah. So these are topics that we're going to cover in our, our um, session tomorrow. We're going to have a little bit of... A, we're not just going to have a presentation tomorrow. Uh, we are going to have discussions and uh, a, a competition between the, the, the roundtables. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're trying to make data interesting, um, even if it's a lot of numbers. And uh, we're going to discuss a little bit uh, about uh, the effects and the reasons behind the numbers in, in the way that we just did here. And so thank you for listening, and uh, I hope those who might hear this before the session join us for the competition. Um, any final words? Uh? Uh, not really. I mean, we have the global research available for anyone if, if you want to look into that, and uh, hopefully tomorrow people who will attend the session will um, also get interested and we can share insights uh, related to that data. Yes, so just go online on internet, Google Optimize Workplace Review uh, if you want to find that uh, research and download it and, and you can study the results yourself. It's data from 16 countries from different parts of the world, uh, over 4.2, 4.3 million observations. Uh, this study has been made uh, by walk, walkthrough observation um, aided with technology. Um, so, but you'll find all the material and explanations and methodologies and uh, key key um, um, metrics in that report. So thanks for listening. Uh, we'll go on and enjoy Madrid Absolutely. and the rest of the summit. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.